It was an off day for the Chicago White Sox on Thursday, and now back to work in Boston. Can Velasquez dazzle once again? Andrew Vaughn is unfortunately the latest to hit the IL. What, if anything, did we learn from the Cubs series? You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Is Liam Hendricks back? Uh, Maybe he never left. What will the Sox lineup look like come Monday? But first, what did we learn from the Cubs series Uh, It was an exciting, dramatic two-game series. Got to welcome our guest, my co-host from the Good Guys Talk Back Chicago White Sox podcast. He is a lifelong diehard Sox fan and a very, very dear friend of mine for a long time. Pat Hester, welcome back, sir. Nick, uh, it's good to see you, my friend. I can't wait to break down this uh, Cubs-Sox series and, and start you know, getting ready for Boston. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to be on Lockdown Sox tonight, my friend. Yeah, we got some exciting things to go over despite uh, no baseball on Thursday. And uh, it's always an exciting series with Boston, even though the Red Sox aren't playing that well. And frankly, the Sox, you know, still under 500. But we'll get to that in just a moment. State of the Sox, uh, they are 11 and 13. I still have that eight, minus 18 run diff. Uh, you know, three and a half games back of Minnesota in the AL Central. Sox have won three in a row. They swept the Cubs. Uh, Pat, did we see something different from this team in the, in those two games? Did we learn anything, uh, not necessarily maybe from the two games, but maybe if you take the three games, it's always dramatic. It's always passionate yeah. against your city rival. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it did it look like a different team to you? You know what, Nick? I, I think it looked like a lot like last year's team where the pitching is going to carry you. That's what I saw. I saw a revert back to that. I saw a really strong bullpen minus, you know, a bummer, which, you know, it's really hard to figure out what has gone on with him in the last couple of years. But, uh, you know, we're, we're relying on the, on the pitching staff to carry us. And, and it's been really nice to see the starting pitching complement the bullpen and vice versa. And, you know, you mentioned it in the open in Liam Hendricks. And I know we're going to talk more about him, but just seeing him, I think, being back to where he, you know, Liam being Liam, really, in my opinion, the slider, you know, in the zone, not out of the zone. People aren't offering at it, and and that makes the fastball that much better. So that's what I was excited about. The offense still is the offense, but then again, I hate to keep up bringing up the excuse of weather, but not really uh, hitters' conditions uh, last couple of days at Wrigley. Horrible conditions. Absolutely nasty. I can't believe they played that game on Tuesday, but the way the schedule is and the limited off days, 
if you can get a game in, you're going to get a game in, especially when it's against a National League opponent. Um, you know, you talk about Hendricks. We will get to that in, in a moment. Um, Abreu, you know, Abreu kills the Cubs. It was good to see him get that home run in the first. Uh, dramatic at the end of Wednesday's game with our bullpen usage. A lot of people questioning Larusa when he decided mm-hmm. to go with Foster. And honestly, we haven't really seen enough from Foster for me to be confident and, and get you know pumped up to see him coming in. But that was such an important uh, outing from Foster. Oh, yeah. Not only for that game and for this team, but for him individually. What were your thoughts when when Foster was coming into the game? Well, obviously a little bit of nerves, right? Because you, you're thinking back to the Matt Foster we saw a majority of last year, and we kept pining for the the Matt Foster of 2020. That was a pretty dominant reliever uh, for us for majority of the year. So <clears throat> you still have that short term memory and thinking about a, a Foster coming in and and not getting the job done. But you know, being able to place the fastball down in the zone and and you know paint the corners like he was. That was fantastic to see, Nick. And and he talked about it, right? His mental state, he, he feels like in his great place right now between the years. And sometimes, as you know, Nick, especially with relievers, that's where it's at with, with those guys is what is their mental makeup right now and, and how are they feeling out there on the hill? And he's got a lot of confidence right now. So we need to be able to rely on someone like that. And, and it makes that bullpen that much mightier. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen when Joe Kelly comes back. Uh, would Foster even be in that situation? You know, we'll talk call-ups a little bit later in this episode. But for for him as an individual uh, who's been struggling a little bit and was looking to recapture some of that magic, for him to get out of that jam in that in that situation, um, now Larusa I think is going to feel a little bit better. Maybe going to him in this Boston series. Foster is going to feel better about himself. He might not. Sometimes I think a player's like, really? You want me coming in this yeah. situation? Have you seen what I've done lately? And and Foster, I think, is going to have, you know, he's going to be sitting a little higher mm-hmm. as, as he trots in from the bullpen because he knows he he recaptured something. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, go ahead. And, and I was just going to say that's, an, I think, another way that, that doesn't always work out. But Tony will call on guys because he knows he needs everybody in that in that clubhouse to perform. And you never know where you're going to be called upon. And he's putting guys in situations to try and succeed, to get them to some good feelings. And it worked out in this case. Yeah. Uh, talking about being called upon, Liam Hendricks was called upon uh, twice, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, made quick work of the Cubs in both mm-hmm. of those games, uh, racked up his sixth and seventh save. I was reading some articles today in the Tribune and uh, in the Athletic from our, our friend James Fegan and Paul Sullivan in the Tribune, just a little bit on Hendricks and you know his codify stuff and all the prep yeah. work he does. And uh, I wanted to read you something because you know Hendricks said. Uh, I believe it was, you know, leading up to the season, maybe spring training. Hendricks made a, a point to say that there was a lack of competition in the AL Central for the White Sox. Mm-hmm. I, I think the team maybe wanted to be pushed or pressed a little bit, and mm-hmm. they didn't get that. They won the division so easily. And Hendricks kind of made a comment like, yeah, maybe, um, you know, maybe we'll get that this year 
maybe that'll drive us a little bit more towards the end of the season. Maybe it'll be more of a grind. And and we're at a point now where we are. We're, we're mm-hmm. chasing uh, Minnesota here in early May. So uh, this is uh, just a snippet from a, a great vegan article on Hendricks in The Athletic. Uh, this is what Hendricks had to say. Now it's going to be a battle for us to come back and kind of remind other teams that this is what we do. This is who we are and not what uh, it was in April, especially because we played most of the teams in our own division. We need to go out there and prove what we can do, then make them fear us again. Mm. Uh, I love that. It wasn't a lengthy quote. Uh, you know, about that. But it's something you and I, Pat, have talked about on Good Guys Talk Back. And I know other folks that are listening probably have had these conversations with other Sox fans in their life. It was not necessarily the losses that the Sox uh, accrued in April. It was who they were losing to, yeah. which is was in the division. Mm-hmm. And Hendricks hit it right on the head. He's like, now we've got our workout. Maybe it's a weird motivational thing of, okay, we've spotted you a lead. Now watch out. We're yeah. getting some momentum here. And we're going to have to reprove ourselves and remind you uh, it's that stop on throats mentality, Pat. Yeah. And, and it's, it's amazing what, uh, you know, athletes will draw on in terms of getting some motivation. And obviously this is a way that Liam is, is motivating himself and trying to motivate the rest of the team. So kudos to him and you're right, Nick. I mean, it needed to have some type of refocus instead of just waking up and, and falling over and getting a win every day in this division. So um, I, I would much rather be three and a half games up than three and a half games back. I would much rather be, you know, four or five games over than, you know, two, two under, but it is what it is. I think that it'll, we're, we're moving in the right direction now, you know, as guys start to come back into this lineup, the weather continues to change again. I like where the pitching is at both from a starting pitching standpoint and the majority not every starting pitcher, <laughs> most right. of our starting pitchers right now and most of our bullpen. And then, again, that has been proven in the past to be able to carry us. Now we just got to be able to score at least four or five runs a game. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more pitching, especially the guy that you didn't name, but we'll name, I think, a little bit later in this episode. Uh, also going to tell you why the Andrew Vaughn injury is indeed a big deal and why Velasquez can be successful uh, in Boston. Uh, More of that in just a moment. Hey, summer is coming, and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags. Throw them in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you are fueled for your summer adventures. The best part of Built Bars, they're healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to built.com and order now. All built bars and puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with built bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Have you tried the puffs yet? They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? And they're only 140 calories. If that's not enough flavor for you, then you might want to try the Mixed Box. The Mixed Box comes with 12 flavors and puffs. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Go to Built.com to get your favorites. Banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They are delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. 
Check them out at Built.com. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Shop high-quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Not perfect? No problem. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Shop stress-free with guaranteed free shipping and returns. Need your special purchase fast? In most cases, Blue Nile can deliver overnight. Every order is insured and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Mark Mother's Day with something enduring. Classic diamond stud earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pendants, and so much more on BlueNile.com. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And locked on sports listeners get $50 off $500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use code locked on. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. Thank you so much for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast. Recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts. Taking fans through the season like no other network. Free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Pat, Friday uh, the Sox will start off uh, this Boston series. It's going to be on Apple TV. It's a 6-10 game Chicago time. Uh, Saturday is a 310 game, and then Sunday is a 1035 a.m. game. Uh, For Friday opener, you got uh, Vince Velasquez on the hill for the Sox, and he was was brilliant, actually, Mm -hmm. uh, against the Angels the last time he pitched. In his last outing, five and two-thirds innings, uh, gave up four hits, zero runs, zero walks, which I absolutely love, as everyone else should, and uh, struck out six. Um, Pat, do you think that, you know, he can – is that something he can repeat? Uh, or is it just, hey, go out there, give us four or five, keep it at a minimal, and then we'll we'll have a rested bullpen to, to figure everything else out? Yeah, Nick, I, I, I'd like to think that. I just don't – I don't really feel confident in that. I, I think we need to see it more than just once. And more than just the, you know, once in a while type of thing. So I'd love for him to go out and and repeat the uh, performance. I saw that live. It was, he was dazzling and he was using the knuckle curve and he had it all working for him. As you mentioned, the control was there. And with him, like all pitchers, you know, control it, don't walk guys, keep the pitch count down. You know, that's, uh, that's going to be a recipe for some good things, you know, the Red Sox have traditionally been a team that will take and take and take to death. So you have to be efficient. You have to get it in the zone. You have to get them to swing at your pitch. So uh, it, it's going to, it's going to be on him to be, uh, you know, around or in the zone most of the game. If he's going to, even though 
And as we mentioned before, Boston is not off to a great start either. This is still the Boston Red Sox in Boston. So uh, it, it's not going to be an easy task here. So I hope so, Nick, uh, but I, I'm not really counting on it. I'll take, you know, and uh, I'll take somewhere close to that, you know, performance. I don't think we're going to get the same type of performance as we saw against the angels. Yeah. It would be tough to have a carbon copy. Uh, as you mentioned, Boston, uh, they're 10 and 16. Uh, they're four and six at home. Uh, they lost on Thursday, eight to nothing against the angels. Uh, the team that Velasquez was so brilliant against, uh, Boston has a minus 10 run differential. They're eight games back of the Yankees. Uh, Yankees are the best team in baseball right now. Last year, uh, the Sox, uh, the White Sox, I should say, were four and three against Boston in 2021. Um, Velasquez, you know, he's got an ERA now of four, five, eight. And uh, I think what we saw on Saturday is promising. I think he can deliver a quality outing. Um, you know, the bats are going to have to to help him out a little bit. I think he'll he'll bode well with some confidence, getting some runs in his favor. Uh, Velasquez has got a career 494 ERA. So what we're seeing right now is about, you know, his career numbers. Um, but Boston, you know, they've got, they're, they've got some offensive issues. Uh, they're they're If you think the White Sox have got some offensive issues, Boston is ranked 25th in baseball, hitting 229, slugging 347. And they're in the lower third of the AL when it comes to hitting right-handed pitching, which is what Velasquez is so I'm I'm feeling good that Velasquez can give a good outing a promising you know another confidence builder uh but uh, again like you and I Pat sometimes talk about when we go out to golf and we're like hey I'm gonna you know par I'm gonna have four birdies I might even get a hole in one you're not setting yourself up for success you know like (laughs) was I drunk when I said that (laughs) (laughs) I mean you know you, you just I think he's gonna look at what he did against the Angels try to create some muscle memory yeah and uh, and just hey, limit the walks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if he could get that breaking stuff working, it's going to be a good thing. Yeah, I'm excited to see if he can if he can come close to that. But as you mentioned, Nick, he's kind of where he is. He is. We kind of know what this guy is and what to expect out of him. <clears throat> and it, and really, right now, is he just a, a placeholder holder for Johnny Cueto, or, or is he got a spot in this rotation? And and Dallas Keuchel finds his way, you know, on the streets someday. So. A lot of interesting things where this uh, team could go with the starting rotation. Again, could have been solved in the offseason, but uh, we, we are where we are. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm going to say we're going to talk uh, Andrew Vaughn and his injury uh, in just a moment. We'll talk a little bit of Keuchel, and you know, I'm going to tell you why this lineup is going to look very different uh, come Monday when the Sox uh, get back home facing the Guardians. Uh, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, and this weekend's run to the Roses as the Kentucky Derby is back. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. So uh, some bad news for the White Sox, Pat. Uh, Andrew Vaughn is headed to the IL. Uh, Danny Mendick has been called up. 
you know, uh, Lamont Pope, a friend of ours uh, from the Good Guys Talk Back podcast, uh, had, a, had an article in the Trib uh, in Thursday's edition just talking about what Vaughn has meant to this team. Uh, here's some numbers for you. You folks probably are well aware of these numbers because he has been an offensive bright spot for the White Sox mm-hmm. when they, and they've needed it. Uh, his slash line, 283, 367, 566 with three doubles, four home runs, 12 RBIs in five runs in 16 games. He's tied for the team lead in homers and leads the Sox in RBIs. Uh, just a reminder, Vaughn hasn't played in a week. Um, uh, this is a quote from Vaughn. Uh, definitely been doing a little more each day because right after I couldn't even hold anything because it was so banged up. Talking, of course, about his wrist uh, hit by a pitch last Friday. Uh, but I can hold a bat now. I can take some decent dry swings. I would be interested to see what a wet uh, swing is like. But <laughs> that is a problem for a power hitter. How many years, Pat, were you were you and I witness to a Paul Canerco palm injury yeah. that was nagging him that uh, we didn't maybe know about uh, until yeah. uh, after the season? And you looked at some of Canerco's numbers during that stretch and you're like, oh, OK. But he was that kind of guy where he would never talk about it. Uh, a hand injury, a wrist injury, a guy like Vaughn. Uh, that you could start altering your swing perhaps because things are bothering you. You want to get back into the lineup to start producing. It's going to take some time. It's going to get some, he's going to have to get his rhythm back. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, it's just bad news uh, on all fronts, especially with a guy like Vaughn. Yeah. And, and you know, me, Nick, I, I, uh, I always read from the, the gospel according to Hawk Harrelson and Hawk would always talk about power hitters. One of the most important things they have is their wrists and their hands and how strong they are there. Everything else, you know, is people can replicate. You can kind of replicate and get bigger in your, in your legs and your lower half and build some strength that way. But the, the great power hitters of this game have always had strong wrists and hands. So when you're talking about a power hitter and having a wrist problem, you know, that's concerning. I guess, the, you know, as, as we talked about, the, the bright spot is that it, the x-rays were negative. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Uh, but the pain is there. So, yeah. I, I wonder I wonder if it was a different point in the year if he'd push it a little bit more, but <clears throat> there's no need to to rush him back. He's too important in this lineup. We've seen it. We've he's pretty much carried us offensively, as you, you know, so eloquently pointed out there. So we need him right. We need him a hundred percent or close to it. And can can we just have some guys stay in the lineup for a little bit? I mean, is that yeah. too much to ask? Is yeah. that so much? Uh, I know it, it doesn't seem like it's a lot to ask, especially of what happened to the Sox in 2021. Uh, the injury is continuing uh, this season. Uh, it's still early, uh, but month uh, May, May is a month that they could really make some hay. Aside from you know playing the the Yankees for seven times in the month of May, and they're playing some crazy baseball. We're playing a lot of teams that are under 500. We've got rematches with the Guardians mm-hmm. and the Royals, and it looks like on Monday, Pat. Uh, we're going to get some reinforcements. Uh, looks like Mancada is going to be back, and I think Kelly might even be back uh, for that home stand as well. So then you've got a decision uh, here. Well, who are we saying goodbye to? It's probably going to be Danny Mendick. You know, yeah. he's going to have a short, you know, weekend trip in Boston, and he's going to go back down uh, to make room for Kelly. Uh, is it a Dallas Keuchel? Are, are we sending him away? <clears throat> well, I, I, 
you know, I think what is he owed eighteen million dollars? I was so, talking yeah. with somebody the other day uh, at my daughter's softball game, and I said, you know, this this owner is not uh, he he doesn't easily part with money and just flush it down the toilet. I just can't see Jerry saying, yeah, I'm okay with just you know throwing eighteen million dollars in the garbage can and lighting it on fire. I just do you see that? I I honestly yeah. don't. Uh, I think they're going to try and, and salvage whatever they can out of Dallas Keuchel, even though you and I know it, it's cooked. The experiment is over. Yeah. The, the 2020 success that he had where you felt really good about a Dallas Keuchel start, those days are behind us. He's completely lost it. Maybe he'll regain it somewhere else, but whatever it is here, he, he is, uh, he is not an effective pitcher anymore. Yeah. And I don't know if it's going to be Johnny Cueto. Uh, he had a, a wonderful start a couple games ago, but he threw on May 4th and he only went three and two thirds of an inning, gave up six hits, four earned runs, a walk and three strikeouts. So yeah. I, I feel like you got to see, I don't know. I don't know what they're looking for, for Cueto. You know, are they looking for a couple positive starts before they bring him up? But, um, you know, the Sox have got some decisions to make. They've got some roster decisions to make. Uh, the fact that they need to crawl back into this race, which, again, three and a half games is is fine. They're only two games under 500. Uh, but they got to get they got to string some victories together, get back to winning some series. And it's just every time Keiko goes out there, you just feel a little, you know, your stomach, something's going to go wrong today. I just don't well, feel good about it. You know, when we have to feel pretty good about our top three right now, you know, G Leo still has the home run bug, but it doesn't seem to bite them. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem to, to hurt the team all that much when you're giving up solo home runs. Uh, and you got to like what you've seen out of season Kopech. Kopech, we'd like to see go a little bit longer and get that arm stretched out and get to a spot where he's going f- at least five, six innings every game. But, um, I, I got to feel good about this one through four once Lance comes back. And do you, can you afford quote unquote, not to care about your fifth starter? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That, that's a good question. And I think, you know, next time we have you back, Pat, I, I hope we're, I hope we're talking about a situation where Lynn is like, we see, uh, we see a date of when Lynn is going to be back mm-hmm. and, and yeah, maybe it go, maybe you go with Tanner banks or something. Maybe you go with a bullpen mm-hmm. for your fifth starter. Um, Pat, always a pleasure, buddy. Talking white socks with you. Thank you so much for joining lockdown socks. Once again, Nick, great job as always. Thanks for having me. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the lockdown white socks podcast everywhere. You find podcasts, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Socks. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Appreciate you making Locked On White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen Locked On MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, we will recap the weekend in Boston and preview Uh, the homestand with the Guardians on uh, Monday. Really appreciate you making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. For Pat Hester, I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox!